Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hey. What's oh, up? What is Isn't up? that weird? What is up? <laughs> Kristen, I want you to sing for us soon. Oh my gosh. It's funny I don't know how many times I have to ask. <laughs> we, uh, we've been going karaoke a lot lately because people have like come and visited like the last few weeks and we always take them to this place called the Creepy Critter. Or wait, no, the Cross-Eyed Critter. And it's a speakeasy karaoke place in Nashville. Ooh. And it's in this really cool hotel and like you don't know it's there until you like you go in there and you're like, wow, it's a whole place. It's a lot of fun. And wait, um, why haven't we been there? Yeah. Because it's new. Y'all haven't uh, been here since, but I really want y'all to come here. It's so funny because I've been w- wanting to tell y'all that y'all need to come here. Cause I need to take y'all to my new favorite facial place, my new karaoke place and my new favorite vegan restaurant. So I just need y'all to come. <laughs> so we can get yeah. all that done. <laughs> can yeah, somebody let- send me a bullet train to Nashville, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nashville actually is pretty cheap to fly to Nashville. I will say like from major cities, it's not that expensive. So. Yeah. It's not about the money for me. Just like yeah. exposure Time. to COVID right now. That too. Yeah. Well, if the, you're looking for a sign to visit Nashville, here it is. It is a great place to visit. Come on down. <laughs> you can stay with KK. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. So Sounds amazing. Oh. What song have you been singing? Is it still your uh, your Carrie Underwood? Well, Michael was like, I was singing Girl Crush last night, and he was like, you need to sing that in karaoke. You do it so well. And I was like, oh, thanks, babe. And what so, is that song? Uh, I've got a girl crush. Hate to admit it, but... You know, I don't know. Just a little teaser. Oh. <laughs> I love Keep it. Going. Keep, Keep going. going. Don't stop. Well, what's hilarious is, you know, years ago when I would do like writing sessions, I had this writing session with this Nashville writer. And I'll never forget, I was like, I have this idea for this song. And it's kind of weird, but I want to write a song about being obsessed with another girl because she has the man you're in love with. Like that was my idea because it actually happened to me. When I was 19, I dated a guy and like I loved didn't love him, but you know, I was like infatuated with him. And he started dating another girl instead of like literally chose her over me. And I was like, so heartbroken, you know, but I kind of became like obsessed with her. Like, Hey, what does she have that I don't, you know? Yeah. Um, not in a way of like sexual or anything. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, you know, I'd like look at her pictures and be like, what the heck? Like, yeah. why did he choose her over me? <laughs> anyway, so that was the idea for the song. And he was like, no, like, that's not good. Like Nashville's not really ready for something like that. And then six months later, Girl Crush came out. And I was like, what the heck? Like, he made me feel so stupid for my idea. And then that song, like, I mean, it definitely went platinum, if not go, you know, whatever it goes. But that's why you can't listen to other people. You got to trust you. Like, you're, especially you, Kristen, you're so creative and you have great ideas. So don't listen to other people. Trust your gut. Cause like, that guy was wrong. It was not a bad idea. It was a great idea. Anyway, it was. <laughs> and you can still do it, you know? Yeah. You can oh write gosh. your own version. Yeah. Totally. True, <laughs> true that. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Kristen gave y'all a early tease 
on something that one of us wanted to share. And so I think today's the day. I think Are we going to share? We're gonna share. I'm pregnant. No. I'm I'm wondering, we'll um, have to do a poll of who, what people thought the surprise was on Instagram. Well, it was funny. One of, somebody reached out and said, oh, it's probably Kristen or Lauren is pregnant. Well, guys, it's Megan. It is me. (laughs) I am the pregnant one. I am 12 weeks today. So that is the surprise. Yeah. So by (laughs) the By the time this episode airs, you'll be 13 weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, having a third kid, y'all. So keep me in your prayers that everything (laughs) stays safe and healthy. (laughs) And what, by the way, she was pregnant while Bobby had heart surgery. Like, I just, (sighs) I just can't believe all the things you've been doing and dealing with and just pushing through. Yeah. She's been amazing. (laughs) Vomiting every day and. It has not been fun, but the reward is always worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually feeling better the past few days. So I feel like I've a little bit lifted out of the fog, but yeah, it wasn't the greatest timing, which I'm like, there's never a good timing to have a baby, um, to be pregnant, especially when you don't love being pregnant like me, but I'm super grateful and I do feel like it's just such a blessing. So Um, I just don't know how I'm so lucky, honestly, but yeah, it was, it's been like, there's that side of me, but then there's also like, it was, it's been miserable, like for eight weeks. I don't remember how long, like I found out the week of Bobby's surgery, I took a pregnancy test and Michael and I were there, which was really cool. Yeah. And I wasn't fully like expecting it. I mean, I knew it was a possibility, but I just really didn't think it would happen. And so I just was like in shock. And then Bobby's surgery was super traumatic for me. So it was just like a bit of of a fog. And then as soon as he got home, I was like throwing up every day. So I feel like I was like a single mom basically while he was recovering plus throwing up every day. I was like, what did I do to myself? What is happening? (laughs) You're like having Um, to take care of him and two girls (laughs) and yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was quite disastrous. I would say our good thing, Bobby has to, had to be quarantined because our, it was like we lived in a frat house. Um, there was like (laughs) just stuff everywhere. Our house is finally clean again. Like we've gotten things organized and back on track, but yeah, there for a while is like, oh my gosh, God, help me. Like, what am I doing? But a crazy story about when I did find out I was pregnant, like a few days before dad was like in town for Bobby's surgery. And he randomly goes, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, why? I was like, why'd you even ask that? He was like, well, I was just thinking, you know, I know y'all wanted three, but you know, you just need to get through Bobby's surgery. Y'all have so much going on. I was like, yeah, that I don't think I'm pregnant. Like, cool dad thanks whatever and it was just like a quick conversation well then fast forward a couple of days later i was like a day late and i was like am i pregnant wait you're, so I just you're missing it. a big thing here because remember what? michael and i came in town and as soon as we got there megan's two girls said kk mommy's pregnant oh yeah and i was like what and she's like and megan was like yeah they keep saying that and i don't know why and i was like that yeah i was like are you pregnant she was like no and i was like oh okay (laughs) and they're like and joe like kept it yeah she's pregnant with a boy she's pregnant with a boy. and i was like what (laughs) i know kid it's kind of crazy how kids like know or something like we 
Didn't dad have a dream or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was getting to. So, so anyways, like fast forward, I guess to that, like Kristen said, I kind of forgot about that. And then a couple, when I actually took the pregnancy test and it was positive, I was legit in shock. And I called dad that night sometime and I was like, wait, you asked me if I was pregnant and you like acted like you knew I was pregnant. And he was like, well, yeah, I had a dream and your mom in the dream told me that you were pregnant. And I was like, what? That is so crazy. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if she told Joe and Rowan too somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so definitely feels like a God thing. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so like, excited what? to have another another baby in the family. And my sister-in-law yeah. on my husband's side just had their second a little girl. And so just so many babies. Yeah. So many I know. Babies. KK, come on. Join uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, you just get through it. I think if people don't realize, you know, I th- people ask me all the time, like, what's your weight? And um, I think we're, it sounds like we'll do an episode more about this, but dealing, having IC is um, really tough. And IC is interstitial cystitis, which is what I was diagnosed with when I was 26. And it can cause a lot of complications, especially in pregnancy sometimes. And so, that's been um, one of the biggest reasons I've been holding off on pregnancy. So I'm trying to get my IC in the best, you know, it's not curable. So, but it, there's ways you can control it and make it better. And so I'm trying to get my IC in a place where it's the most manageable and I'm in my healthiest body and, you know, state of mind, all the things. So wish me luck. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Yes. Yes, we for sure want to do an episode all about IC to kind of get more awareness out there and just commend you for. Yeah, it's yeah. September is actually uh, IC Awareness Month. Oh, I believe. Oh, wait, is it Fowler's? Because I have Fowler's too. It might be. I need to double check that. <laughs> yeah, well, not just IC, but I think too. Just a shout out to everybody that struggles with an autoimmune disease. I think that it can just feel really isolating and lonely. And, you know, I know that Kristen, you've said this and funny enough, that book that I was telling you about, she actually was doing a interview about her book. And she said that she learned more from her um, support groups than she did from any doctor out there. And it's weird because yeah. I think you just mentioned that last week on our episode yeah. about lupus. So I thought I I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what Kristen just said on an interview. Yeah, so. and I felt bad because I never want to offend any doctors or any you know health professionals. But like she said, they they don't have what you have, so they're yeah. not living in it. So and you really do learn a lot from people who a big group of people who actually are going through what you're going through. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just a good reminder for anybody that is struggling out there just to encourage yourself to (laughs) reach out to others. And that's, I guess, the beauty of y'all know me anti-social media, but that's also one of the beautiful things about it is just being able to have such close access to support like that. So anyway, just a quick little shout out to all all those struggling and even those, like, if you know somebody who is struggling, it's, I would imagine really hard. So we'll do a full episode about it and maybe even 
bring, if he's willing, Michael, your husband on air to just kind of maybe talk about from that angle, living with somebody with an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, (laughs) just kidding. But also fun fact, our third year wedding anniversary is next Wednesday and we'll be flying down to Dallas to meet y'all to all go to Broken Bow. So yeah, We're gonna be wait. in Broken Bow. Didn't even connect that. It yeah, was anniversary. I think it's funny because we'll be flying on Southwest on our anniversary, oh. and I'm sure everybody knows. But if you don't know, my husband and I met on a Southwest Airlines flight, so it'll wait, be kind of so fitting. Isn't that funny? Yeah, you'll have that's to. So cute. You'll have to tell them. I know. Yeah. We'll be like, guess what? We met here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you'll have to document it and do like a. Yeah, IG live. What are those? IG live or whatever. Yeah, video it because we will be flying to Love Field, which is the airport we met. So like, oh my gosh, Kristen, not funny. Do it. Got to do it. Yeah, do a little, you know, Bachelorette series. KK and Mike (laughs) (laughs) love story series. Yeah, series. Yeah. That's too funny. That's so but cool. So listeners, whenever you guys hear this, if you listen on the day that it comes out, then happy anniversary to KK. Yay. Three Join years. Us. Oh my and, gosh. And like what Kristen said, we're excited to all be together for our mom's anniversary of first anniversary of her death is October 9th, October 9th. And so we'll be together the week before to just honor her. And I don't know, we're going to. We're going to talk about her and feel nice to be together. Yeah. Cook all her favorite meals, like Megan said, hopefully. Although I don't think we'll ever be able to make the the squash casserole roll like she made it. (laughs) And I I don't know. I make it every, I don't know if I've told you all that, but I I always make it when I'm in Arkansas and they love it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was cool. We may have mentioned this in the past, but at her celebration of life, we handed out cards with the recipe on it. And so over the holidays last year, 2020, it was cool to get a few text messages from friends who made it for the first time ever in, in mom's honor and to share that with their family. So that was really special. And this is just who mom was. But so my husband doesn't like onions and onions is an ingredient and she was just always thinking about other people. And so she always made like a separate small one with no with no onions, which was so not necessary. But it did make my husband feel loved. So she was always so good at that. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I've been, I don't know how y'all have been, but for some reason, I feel like, I don't know if it's like the anticipation of her one year anniversary, but like this morning, during my quiet time, I started crying. I mean, I cry all the time, so that's nothing new, but like, um, it just feels extra heavy for some reason. And I was talking to her in my car driving to a job site and I just feel, I, I was overwhelmed with like gratitude, but also of course, sadness at the same time. And just the gratitude feelings were, I don't know. I could like literally hear her voice and laugh like really clearly today while I was talking to her. And I just felt really grateful for that. But also just to have like so many videos and recording of her voice messages and all of that. Because for example, my husband who lost his dad back in the day when we were in college, 
he doesn't have any of that. And it's actually really hard for him to even remember his dad's voice. And that like crushes me, you know? Yeah. Um, it's still hard for me to, I, I, I'm, I've gotten better with pictures, um, but I'm still struggling with being able to watch like video and, mm. um, it's just interesting how we all just grieve so different. And, um, Oh yeah. I want, I think I'll get there. It's just, uh, it's still just, uh, I don't even like thinking about it cause it makes me want to cry, but, um, I don't know why videos in her voice, it just like, yeah cuts me in half like I just it yeah. breaks me so yeah but I think eventually I or at least I want to get to a place where I can hear her well even if you don't yeah and even if you don't I think that that's okay you know yeah and to just honor that I think everybody is just so different and so right you know it's so I guess what I'm saying is it's okay yeah <laughs> like even yeah. if even right. if you don't ever get there I know it's interesting. We yeah. planned a trip a week before and not, you know, on her anniversary date. We didn't do that intentionally. I don't think um, it just kind of lined up where that worked date wise for everyone. So but it's Michael has already planned. I don't know. Did one of y'all suggest this? Because my, my our mom loved to uh, be with real uh, rehabilitation horses and there is a re- rehabilitation. No, our therapist did. Is so crazy. She was like, we were talking about my mom's anniversary and she was like, you know, there's a place in Nashville where you go with all these real rehabilitation animals and you like literally go and hug cows and like horses. And, and I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. You say that because my mom loved doing that. And so Michael is like scheduling it to where we're going to go and be with all these. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. On, on literally the ninth, the anniversary. So that's Aww. our plan. So we're going to get massages too because that always makes me feel really great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do y'all That's have – good. Did y'all – because I, I don't know about y'all, but my therapist said it's really good to plan like for that day. Um, yeah. I should probably plan like a day at the spa maybe. I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. I have one of my best friends and maybe – I don't know. So she not realizing – not thinking about the ninth. Um, she was asking if they could come stay with us and go to the Texas tech TCU football game is that night or day. Yeah. And so I just mentioned to, you know, I was like, well, that's not like, of course I would love for them to come stay with us and hang out. But I also just feel like unpredictable, you know, <laughs> and yeah. I know that they would understand if I just needed to lay in my closet all day and cry, but, but I also don't want to do that, you know, while they're here. So I do think I would feel obligated to, you know, host and entertain, even though that's not expected of me at all, Yeah. but it's just how I am. And so I kind of toyed around with if that would be good or not good. And she ended up just saying, oh my gosh, no, let's, you know, you need to, I don't want you to have to have like any pressure that weekend. So I don't think they're coming, but, um, but I do like your idea of of uh, planning something out for that yeah. day. Right. I think for yeah, me, it works well. Like it's, you know, it's just something that worked for me. Like for the holidays too, I for more than ever made, had more of a plan. And it was really helpful for me to like get through the holidays. So, but I know that doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, I'm just excited to go to Broken Bow because she she didn't specifically say Broken Bow, but she was talking a lot about getting a lake house and like 
really wanting us to all like be together somewhere like where we weren't in one of our homes. So it was like, we have to clean and do this and do that and just be somewhere else, like all together. So yeah. I'm just excited to so to do that. And I know she'll be there with us. And then, uh, yeah, the, I feel like I've just been preparing myself like every day. I cry like a lot again, like I did in the beginning. So I think I'm like, I just can't believe it's going to be a year. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's how I am like subconsciously. I feel like my my body is preparing myself and is like, just go yeah. go ahead and start getting getting some out every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really so. bad, y'all. And this is TMI. So if you're a guy, maybe close your ears. Um, it's also around the time where I'm supposed to start my period. And I'm like, oh, God, this is just not going to be good. Like my hormones going, like everything just raging. I was like, oh, I definitely have to have a plan. Um, wait, back up. I'm like, even if you are a guy, no, listen to this. Cause this is real life. Like you were women and there's nothing to be ashamed of there. Oh my gosh. I know some guys are just really funny about that. So I just never know. Yeah. My husband being one of them, but I don't care. I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm I am not, I am not, not going to say what I need to say just for you. Yeah. Oh okay. Well get over it. I'm starting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one good thing about being pregnant. You don't have a period, but you have, you still have hormones because yeah. 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 I feel like I always, I cry a lot when I'm pregnant. Well, I'm just so excited because when's the last time that all four of us kids and dad, you know, were together on a vacation? Like I can't even tell you. Like when we were kids basically. Yeah. And that's definitely what mom wanted to do. Like so it's just so crazy. It, it makes me a little bit sad that we're doing it without her here. But then mm-hmm. um, I'm also really thankful. So Yeah. So take that as a note, people. If your mom or dad really wants y'all to go on and do something, just do plan it. it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I feel like COVID got in the way of any plans we had for that last year. So yeah, I'm excited to just get away. I feel like. I haven't left my house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we go outside, but, you know, we've been in quarantine since Bobby's surgery, basically. So, yeah. Just like, oh, I just want to get away. <laughs> and I'm actually feeling a little better. So, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I need a break. Wait, we need so, to take a vote on what we think Megan's having. I think we should. Lauren, do you have any indication or like a gut feeling? I'm going to say boy. You're going to say boy? What do, what yeah. do you think, Megan? Do I have to guess? I, I'm going to say Every, boy, too. Okay. I I really don't know. Like, I don't have one. I think a part of me thinks it's a boy, but then I'm like, the chances are so small that I'm like, it's probably a girl. Yeah. What do you mean and the chances are? It's 50-50. No, it's not. If you oh. have two, I need to look it up. But if you have two of the same sex yeah. already- yeah. The chances go up that you'll have the same sex. The same sex on the third. Get out of town. I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just made that up, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've 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 heard that before, but I'm thinking I heard it from you, so <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually verified this people actually, so maybe I should verify that. But I mean I'm pretty sure. I guess it makes sense, but it also doesn't make sense to me because I'm like I mean Really? Because like think about it in families where they always have boys, like 
all the kids, you know, like all the grandkids are boys or like all the grandkids are girls. Like there's certain families like that. Mm. So I think there is like a genetic component to it where you're just prone to send the girl sperm or the boy sperm, you know? Wow. Yeah. If you're, but this is, I am not a doctor or scientist, so this could be all wrong, but that is the way my brain thinks. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, fact fact checkers, we need y'all to. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody fact check us and tell us we're totally wrong, but yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be fun to have everybody guess. I go on Tuesday to get my, I go next week to get my, um, blood work done, but we, I won't know for like seven to 10 days, but I was really hoping we could do like a gender reveal in Broken Bows. I'm kind of sad. Oh, we're not doing that? No, I'm not going to know. It takes seven to 10 days from them taking my blood. Well, darn it. (laughs) I'm going to try to call the, Drew told me, she was like, okay, they give you like a piece of paper and it has where they send the blood to, like the actual like diagnostic place. Yeah. She was like, what you can do is you can try to call them and see if they'll give you any answers sooner. I was like, really? Okay, I'll try. (laughs) Drew is one of Megan's best friends, by the way. Yeah, I'll see if it works. I even tried to get into the doctor sooner, but they couldn't get me in. So, Well, maybe Michael can take – no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's a pharmacist, and he's been known to like at our home, like Christmases, he'll all be giving us B12 shots in our butts. I wish I could get one. Can I get those pregnant? I, I don't no think idea, I can. Actually, that's a great. Ugh. Michael would know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I can't wait. I can't believe it's next weekend. I know. Well, we just wanted to have a quick sister catch up chat, and we're gonna all be. Are we recording next week when we'll all be together? That would be fun. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah. Hey, I'm fact checking over here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was wondering why you were so quiet. Uh, so there's, it looks like there's different things, but it's uh, most of what I'm reading is this. Well, it says it's basic GCSE biology, but it says each time he makes sperm put most simply half his chromosomes go into each pair, each of a pair of sperm. Basically long story short, most of these are saying genetically, it's still a 50, 50 chance each time, but other other things are saying on forums like there's a slight like 52 48 type of thing so i don't know oh okay who well, knows interesting yeah yeah well i think when you want something you usually get the what the opposite is my in my <laughs> opinion so if you're wanting a boy it most likely will be a girl <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. Like, I think three sisters would be awesome, just like us. And I already have all the things, and I know what to do with a girl. Like, I feel like a boy will freak me out, like, dealing with the package (laughs) down there. (laughs) I was like, a package? (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think Bobby would love to have a boy. Like, I feel like I know he would be happy either way, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he loves having girls, but... I know he'd be like, this is awesome just for like the, I don't know, coaching and sports. And I mean, our girls will play sports, but yeah. yeah, So I just, I think for him, I'm like, that would be cool if it was a boy, but um, I feel like three girls will be super fun too. Yeah. Having three sisters is a lot of fun. We can say that with confidence. Exactly. So we'll see. We shall see. Well, it was good to catch up, sisters. I love y'all. I love y'all. Love y'all.
Have a good day. Enjoy the cooler weather. I'm going to go just lay in the grass. Oh, I'm just kidding. I love fall. It's my favorite. I thrive in fall. I just have like a thousand percent better mood when it's fall weather. Same. Yeah. Mm. All, right, All right, Lauren, take us out. Do one of y'all want to? Do y'all want to switch it up? Are you sick of praying? I can pray. Megan, you, you want to pray? Okay. Sure. I'm not sick of praying, but I just give you a break. I know, but I feel bad we make you pray. I just am not as eloquent out loud in hey, my prayers as you. Hey, wait. Speaking what? of that, so just because I feel like that's like a common thing, like people are not only afraid to like pray in front of people or on a podcast or whatever, but even in their daily life, it's like, I think that's kind of a common thing. Like I don't, I say the same things over, like I'm not creative and just a little reminder that, I mean, most of my communication with God, I'm not saying I do it the right way. Cause I don't think there is a right or wrong way, but usually I'm like, yo God, like what's up? Like I literally yeah. t- talk to him like a person and I am not eloquent at all. So I think that God doesn't care how well-spoken we are or whatever. He just, I think, is overjoyed that we talk to him at all. So I think that it's just a good reminder. So No, for sure. And I feel like that's how I do talk to him, just me and him. But when I get out loud, I start to get in my head like, oh, that sounded weird. (laughs) So I I think the more you do it, the better. I know in my church group, I prayed out. She asked me to pray out loud, like one of our last meetings. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And then I finished and she was like, that was so great. And I was like, Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know why I get self-conscious. So silly. Yeah. Um, no, I totally so, understand. Yeah. But anyways. Okay. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for our weekly chats and they just always make my week and I'm just so grateful that you gave me the family that you did. I feel so blessed. Thank you for all of our listeners just being here with us and being this community. It's been so helpful, especially through our grief. Please just be with all of us, our whole family, through the next month or so, through the year anniversary of our mom passing, and just I ask you, give us signs that she's here. I know I feel her, but I want I want to feel more like I want to see signs and I'm continuing to pray for my friend, Natalie, going through one of the hardest times in her life. And my heart is with her constantly. And I just pray that you um, give her your peace, that she feels you just holding her through this time. And we just love you so much. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you listeners for being here. We love y'all so much and we hope that you have a wonderful week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of girl. I slept in my makeup. If you like us rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girl, I slept in my where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and make it a great week. God bless.